Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 66 of the Live Simply podcast. My name is Natalie Pickett, and I'm your host, and I'm so glad that you came on over. So how's it going, everyone? I know we're about, what, week two into the social distancing. Um, I know many states, it's like quarantine time, pretty much for most of the United States right now. Um, Here in Maryland, our governor just announced that um, all non-essential businesses pretty much have to close down. Um, So yeah, a lot going on in our world. I, I know that we're seeing things on the news and we're seeing things on social media Um, hearing things from people uh, that we may talk to or text throughout the day, you know, and a lot of times just having all of that information kind of flood, um, flood us can, you know, really have our thoughts all over the place. And I think that's something that I noticed. And that's why I'm here to encourage you today. And just to provide you some tips to get your mind in the right place and in the right space. Um, So yeah, I mean, we're human. And I get that. And, you know, hearing all this and just seeing some of the things happen, you know, right within your own um, neighborhood in regards to or your community in regards to, you know, the virus, like I said, could have, you know, has us just all over the place. And when I talk about all over the place, just has our mind all over the place. And most of the time our minds are not in a good place We're, you know, we have thoughts of worry. We're concerned. We're fearful. Uh, at times we're angry and just in a really negative space. You know, this pandemic is something that's new to us. And within a blink of an eye, it pushed us into a new norm that we were not expecting. And we are not prepared for, honestly. Um, But yeah, like, think about it. Well, I know I'll just talk about myself personally. Look, what was it like a Thursday, two Thursdays ago, a Thursday ago, um, children were in school. And then it's like, nope, last year school till for two weeks is that Friday. And then but even that's questionable now, you know, so very unexpected. Um, and something that we didn't prepare for uh, this, you know, the unfamiliar, uncomfortable and uncertain place that we all are, especially mentally, uh, it's affected what we think and how we think. And, you know, we have anxious thoughts, hopeless thoughts, and, you know, thoughts, how am I going to do this or survive this type of thoughts? And the media, TV, you know, if you still read the newspapers, well, even if you read them online, social media outlets, they're not helping. Now, I will say this, there are several social media outlets that are encouraging and that are helping and, you know, to lift our spirits. I do see that. But the majority of it, getting us in a very negative mental space. So starting today, I encourage you to monitor what you're taking in mentally. I need you to work on reforming your thoughts. And of course, I have a scripture for you. Uh, Romans 12, 2. And I believe this is in the passion version. I can't remember which one I um, use, but it says, I will not imitate the ideals and opinions of the culture around me. I will be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit so that he will reform how I think. I'll say that again. Romans 12 2. I will not imitate the ideals and opinions of the culture around me. I will be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit so that he will reform how I think, you know, to mentally 
be consumed with the crazy i'm gonna say craziness you know because it is a lot there are some facts in it (laughs) um but you know just the craziness that we see and that we hear from our media um you know our media outlets even our family members and friends that's in a sense our culture you know that's our values and beliefs and and those that we're around um even to you know see like the craziness in a store like I don't think I've ever been a target where I had to wait in line to like get inside target that was me the other day but I love target so much I waited um but just to see like I mean and I don't even think I've ever seen so many people as early I'm an early riser so I like to get to stores early but yo there were like so many people to store early even at the grocery stores something I'm not used to but you know seeing those things they could put you in like a anxious type of mindset you know that's like crazy it's just weird right but you know just consuming all that it can leave you distracted it can leave you anxious in a fearful place where you won't be able to make wise decisions this is really important because we have to re- remember what we feed ourselves mentally how it can affect us even throughout our day and how we deal with people but when we consume things that are mentally um that are negative and that affect our minds then in a negative manner then we will become distracted we'll become anxious we'll be fearful you know a place where you won't be able to make wise decisions where you're you're snapping at your children and other people around you you know it'll affect how you work and think about it you know Many of us are working from home now. And honestly, look, if you have that opportunity, thank God, because there are several people that have been laid off and are not working and are trying to figure out how they're going to make ends meet, you know, but if you are working from home and you had, you're feeding yourself all this, all this media and things that are negative, doing they, how can you really do your job? How are you really going to be able to navigate the quote unquote homeschooling with your children? You know, you have to be mindful of that. So, you know, during this time, you have to learn to manage yourself, manage your emotions, manage your mind, right? And that means transforming how you think. And the key with the scripture is it, you can't do it by yourself. You know, you will be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit. So, you know, you, if you have a desire, that's great. But this is something that you're poss- you more than likely cannot do on your own. You need the help of the Holy Spirit and he will reform how you think. Okay. So, the, you know, we think about the word transform. It's an inward dramatic change. An inward dramatic change. Okay, so God is going to, the Holy Spirit, which is God, is going to change, you know, do a dramatic change with you on the inside, right? And through this change on the inside, he's going to reform. Reform means to improve by removing or correcting something, right? He's going to reform how you think. He's going to remove those negative thoughts. So he's going to show you by the transforming of yourself inwardly, he's going to show you how to, you know, this is how I manage those thoughts they may come in that are not positive. You know, this is how I think throughout the day. This is what I do. He's going to teach you because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He, Jesus said, yo, the Holy Spirit's going to come. When I leave, he's going to come to teach, to guide, to comfort. That's his whole purpose, right? And to direct us. So we want to embrace the Holy Spirit in our lives because we need, we need him, we need him more than ever. All right. So, but I'm not going to leave you with that. I'm going to leave you with some things that I want you to do because you have your part to do as well. It's not going to be like, okay, um, things are just going to change and I'm just going to automatically start thinking better or improving my thoughts. No, you got to put some work towards it. And I think you hear that word in like every single podcast of mine. Work is required on your end. Okay, so here are um, three things that you can do 
three things on your part that you can do as it relates to your in, in, inward transformation. Remember, the Holy Spirit is the one that does a transformation, but there's some things that you can do um, in assist to support that transformation that's going to happen. Okay, so one, I want you to make a decision to grow in your relationship with God. Make a decision. You know, some of us have not even decided that. We may say, yep, I believe in God. You know, I believe in the Bible and we've stopped there. But it's really about the relationship that you develop with God. Um, you know, and like a relationship you develop with anyone, you want to commune with them. You want to get to know them. You want them to get to know you. Well, he already knows you like pretty much from the inside out. He created you. But yes, you want to make a decision to grow in your relationship with God. And here's the thing. He loves you. He wants to be present a present help for you during this time. The word says that the Lord is a present help in the time of trouble, right? He wants to be there. He wants to be here for you during this time. However, here's the other thing. He's not the pressuring type. He has given us a a free will. We have to choose and want to be in that relationship with him. So that's the first thing. Make a decision to grow in your relationship with God. Second, make a decision to consume what God has to say about everything by reading his word. So that transformation is going to come through you getting into his word, listening to how he thinks and how he speaks and what his word says about trials and tribulations and diseases and pestilence that may come. Everything is in his word. Like, remember, nothing has shocked God. Nothing will ever shock him because he's the creator of all things. He knew what was going to happen, you know, this month. So, um, but you want to consume what God has to say by reading his word. The, the Bible says it's in Psalm, I believe 119. The Bible says that he's a lamp to our feet and he's a light to our, the God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Um, so yeah, right now this path is very dark (laughs) for many of us. You know, we're unsure. We don't know, you know, which way to go, which way to step with many things that we have to take care of right now. Um, you know, I, I see a lot of parents on social media, like Lord have mercy. They got me here homeschooling. I don't know what to do. You know, I'm struggling. You know, that's, that's a place where you've never stepped before, right? Because it may not be your profession, you know, and that's understandable, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it. But with God's help, knowing his word, he's going to give you strategy. He's going to be the lamp to your feet. So you know what step to take, you know, you'll know what's what step to take when you're like, okay, I may only have this amount of money until I get paid the next time he's going to be that light to your path to show you what direction to go what store to go to look he because he's like that what store to go to because they're going to have a sale or what you really need to consider or really purchase at this moment in time you know he's going to be that he's the word he's going to be that lamp to your feet and that light to this uncertain dark path that we are going through right now um the third well let me just review first make a decision to grow in your relationship with god The second is make a decision to consume what God has to say by reading his word. And three, make a decision to share your heart with God through prayer. Back to number two, really quick, his word. Um, You know, you may be listening to this like, yeah, I I want to get there, but I don't have any idea where to look at in the Bible. And that's fine. That's why technology is amazing. Um, This is a way that that media and sources sources of media that can be helpful. But if you just Google... um, Wisdom. Maybe you need wisdom right now. Right now, what does the Bible say about wisdom? What does the Bible say about healing? You know, what does the Bible say about provision? What does the Bible say about fear or being anxious? If you just Google that, child, they're gonna just drop a whole rack of scriptures for you. And you go, and if you have a Bible, you can then just look at that scripture that they point out and find it in your Bible, or 
hey, there are Bible apps that are free. So there is a way that you can access the word, even if you have no idea where the book of Philippians is um, or where the book of Matthew is. It's okay. It's all right. Just start there. Thank goodness for technology. Um, Also, third one, though, make a decision to share your heart with God through prayer. So prayer is the way that we communicate with God. Um, You know, feeling if you're feeling frustrated, fearful, anxious, God knows this. He knows that we're human. He knows that we he's that we have emotions. The Bible talks about us being angry and anxious and fearful. And the Bible also shares with us what to do. But sometimes, you know what, like instead of sharing your feelings with um, Susie, I don't know. Anybody know Susie? I don't know. Or, you know, one of your friends before going to that person first. And I'm not, and yes, we should all have people that we are, um, comfortable with talking about our fears to and being vulnerable with. That's okay. It don't have to be everybody. It does not have to be your Facebook post. Just saying. Um, but you want to, um, I would suggest start sharing with him first, start pouring out your heart to him. The Bible says, cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. He cares about you. He's pretty, he's pretty much sitting there waiting. Like, when is she going to tell me how she's feeling? Even though I know how she's feeling, I just need her to trust me and just to, to share her feelings with me. Like he's waiting. So, you know, talk to him, you know, share with him how you're feeling through prayers. Um, Ask him, you know, what's the best step to take for me and my family? You know, how, what can I do? Lord, you know me best. What should I do um, in regards to helping me to feel better in a more stable mental place? Lord, how do I bring those calm and peaceful thoughts into my life? What do I need to remove out of my life or may stop, maybe stop watching or listening to at the moment? God will show you. So yeah, go make a decision to share your heart with him through prayer. And no, it don't have to be all thou Lord to almighty God. Like Lord God, I'm here. I need help. Like, can you show me? Like he will listen if you talk to him just like that. He just wants you to talk to him. Okay. So yep. Those three things, right? So this is, and these are three things to help with your in, inward transformation. Make a decision to grow in your relationship with God. Make a decision to consume what God, to consume, to fulfill yourself with what God has to say by reading his word and make a decision and make a decision to share your heart with God through prayer. Now, some things like more, I guess, more practical things um, that you can do at home. And these are pretty much things that I do. Um, So the first thing, so there's seven things that you can do, like this is just every day while you're at home, um, or even for those who may be essential workers. One, thank you so much for all that you are doing. I appreciate you. My family appreciates you. But if you're home or if you are an essential worker, you have to go out, you know, these are some things that I want you to do as well. So the first thing is media and moderation. I'm not saying that you sh- it should be left out of your entire day. For some of you, God may tell you, yep, just shut it down, you know, for the day or something. But um, I don't think I don't believe we can be left in the dark in regards to what's going on. We need to know what is happening, but you can't eat it all day long. Like, you know how they say like candy and sweets in moderation. You're going to do media in moderation and media. Once again, TV. Um, Facebook, if you, if you look on your face, if you still are on Facebook, <laughs> if you look on Facebook and all you see is people talking about, you know, oh, I'm so scared. Or they're just, they just keep posting, um, the latest in regards to the coronavirus, or if they're, they're, you know, their anxiety about their children, um, being at home and what to do. And that's all you see. Then that means you probably want to cut from that because it's probably feeding into your own fears and anxiety and you don't want that. Right. 
So media and moderation. I'm not saying that you should not be aware of what's going on, but you have to know when to turn it off. So for me, I will watch the news. Um, when I wake when I wake up early, I usually watch like the last hour of um, the news, the last half hour, sorry, of the news, the 630 news, you know, get the weather, all that. Now, and they will mention the virus as well. Um, and then I will definitely watch the first half hour of the Today Show. I love the Today Show, but I mean, they have like labeled the Today Show like Today Show, the pandemic. Like it's like really like um, and I get it. That's media. But I will watch like the first half hour because usually the first half hour, they give you like the all, you know, the breaking news of what's happened overnight. You know, it's enough for me. And then that's it usually for me during the day. Um, so, yes, I am on Facebook and I do see the Facebook post, but I kind of just, you know, I've come to a place and I think this takes time, but you know, you, you do as you grow in God and as you let the Holy Spirit guide you, um, as you continue and develop your relationship with him, he will strengthen you so that you'll know in a sense what you can take. But for some of us right now, look, you, you have to do it in moderation. Um, another thing, and some of you may not like this, but it's helpful, especially if you now have children at home that you have to take care of throughout the day, wake up earlier and get your mind right, get focused, get a routine in place. Like I have a routine um, for the day. I've always worked from home, but yeah, my children are now, not always, but for the past two years, I have been working from home when I'm not traveling. So I guess, and so in a sense, that part is not foreign to me, but my children and my husband are now home now. So I have to, so there are some things that I have to do different, but for the most part, I have kept that routine in place. You need to create a routine for yourself. I'm telling you, not just for your children. Cause y'all, y'all got that. And I'm a former educator. I still, I still work in education. You know, I train teachers, but I know what it's like. Some of y'all got the whole schedule from eight to three child, your children tied like <laughs> from eight to three. I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at y'all, but y'all like you need a routine. Like, look, you got the children. You you need a routine get yourself a routine and get up earlier and I say get up earlier because and this is what I do I make it a goal to get up before my family that's husband and children before they get up because the house is quiet like it's quiet I need that time to get myself together right so you know before your home gets busy with children asking for what's for breakfast or I gotta do work or so-and-so's bothering me or you know what it's like Get yourself in the right place mentally. And me getting up early, what I will do is that's where I will read my word. That's where I will pray, you know, live simply. We do have a devotion, um, a Proverbs 31 devotion. This is what, March 23rd. So this is day 23. Read yourself a scripture, journal about how it's speaking to you at that moment. Get your mind right. Like start your morning with God. That's what I strongly suggest. Okay. Um, so yeah, do that. Third, one positive word a day. I found a site and I'm actually going to share. I think I'm going to share a positive word each day. Um, But learn and share one positive word a day to add to your mental vocabulary. So it's like you're going to just overwhelm yourself with positive words one a day. And a positive word can be as simple as joy, happy, peace, comfort. Like those are positive words. So you're going to, I'm going to put, um, I think I'll blog about it. I want to share that link some kind of way, whether it's on a Live Simply. So, yeah, just just join. Join Live Simply Facebook group, Instagram, or Live Simply Instagram. You can follow me on Natalie Pickett, all those different, different ways, because I think I'm going to post this um, site where I found 100 positive words, and we'll just focus on one a day. I think that's great. All right, four. Well, let me go through. Number one, media and moderation. Number two, wake up early and get your mind right. 
Number three, one positive word a day. Number four, when you connect with others, encourage, don't complain and talk about how scary things are, how terrible this is. Like when are we, you know, when the children go back to school, I can't take it. Like we know that these are these are different times. And yes, they are a bit awkward and crazy. We everybody know that. It's, it's facts. But the more you meditate on it, the more you develop a mind. And the more you meditate on it, the more you develop a mind and thoughts filled with that type of negativity. You'll de- your thoughts will be all fear-based and, you know, and how, how, all, um, how everything is terrible and, you know, everything that comes out your mouth is going to either be of anxious or complaining. You don't want to do that. When you connect with others, whether it's on Zoom, <laughs> whether it's on GoToMeeting, whether it's on, you know, even Spotify social media if you're the one that's like you know you like to post things about the virus like can you, can you, maybe switching just one of those posts is something encouraging encourage the people you know everyone is feeling you know a bit fearful and anxious at this time so time so how can you change that for someone okay so think about that don't just sit and talk about how this terrible you can't can't find a toilet tissue the eggs are still no no all right you're going to encourage find something good to talk about Okay, um, and just think about it. If you are a parent, if you're at home with children and they hear you, that's how they're always talking. You are filling them with anxiety. You're filling them with fear. They need to see you step up, be a leader, be wise, be knowledgeable what's happening. But at the same time, they need to see how someone who is going through what, what in a sense is a crisis right now. How are we handling that? How are you handling that? How are you being a model for them and how they should handle it? You know, you want to be a model for your family. Okay, and that's through encourage being encouraging, having a right mindset, thinking right. The words that you say to say to your family members are encouraging and uplifting. And that comes through transforming your mind with the help of the Holy Spirit. Another thing, move. Man, there's so many people doing online workouts. Shout out to um, Shawanda Press Play. She's on Facebook as Press Play. She does Zumba. I believe I know she did it tonight, Monday. I think maybe Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, but yes, if you go to the Live Simply Facebook group, you join us. You'll see um, I have shared her class. But yes, move. There's so many people doing online classes. Um, I am a member of Orange Theory. Now, child, I will tell you that when they closed Orange Theory down, I about lost it. I think that's when I lost it. Um, but I'm back now. I'm okay. Um, but yes, move. They ha- Orange Theory has online classes now um, that I believe you can get on YouTube or if you just go to their website. So there's so many people doing like moving, movement type of classes. Move, work out. Working out actually um, lifts, I believe it's our endorphins. I'm not a scientist, but it makes us feel better. So get to moving in your house and let the kids jump around with you the kids jump y'all y'all don't want you look I know we're adults and we're not used to like all the the jumping and the noise but that's what children do when you were a child you did that that's why from you know for most of us childhood was so great you remember like jumping and running around and twirling and they that's what they do y'all let them live let them live just a little bit okay but anyway and you can move along with them um six now I know this is kind of not really what we can do but you can change the scenery that means, and by that, with this social distancing, pretty much that just means, can you go outside like once a day? If it's, hey, even if it is raining, some of y'all may want to take an umbrella and just take a quick walk. But I have one thing I've done every day since my children have, you know, we've been here is that I've been like, yo, everybody going outside. I call it recess. Husband, children, we all going outside. We're going to get fresh air. It's a change of scenery and breathing in the fresh air. In the blood of Jesus, that the air is fresh. Um, bleeding, uh, breathing it in. I'm um, going for a walk. 
practice social distancing um even if it's going to your yard me and um, Ramsey and Reese we played those, those are two of my boys we played catch the other day like yeah just you know let them ride their bikes if they have a scooter you know do relay races you know just get outside and get some fresh air you know um and the last thing is do something good take the attention off of you I know um so even if it's something good for someone in your home your husband what is something good that you can do for him um your children, what's something good, good you can do for them? Of course, I want you to take care of yourself, but think about something you could do good for someone else. Maybe it is, you know, going, maybe you know that somebody, one of your neighbors is elderly and they need, you know, I don't know, maybe they need something. And when you go to the store the next time, um, you can pick something up for them, making sure that when you drop it off that you use hand sanitizer. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, but making sure because you don't want to, you don't want to share anything with them. Like, I know I'm laughing, but I'm serious. Like, you know, if you do something good for somebody, still use social distancing. Like somebody came to um, and dropped something off for my husband, didn't come inside, dropped that thing off at in the driveway right but hey maybe you know you can think about doing something nice for someone a lot of times most of the time it will put you in such a good place mentally you know and just I'm gonna add just you know number eight this wasn't part of it but um think about think about what you're grateful for what are you grateful for write down what you're grateful for I was talking to my children today. This is another activity you can do with your children. Like, you know, for my son who's in high school, like this is so boring. Like, uh, to be with his parents and like his younger brothers, like every day, all day, boring, right? I get it. I've been a teenager, like, you know, but you know, we want to help. And this is nothing, just helping your children, helping your whole family to really have a positive perspective, not to live. You don't want your home atmosphere to be a place of negativity or anxiety or fear, you know, and you may be the person that's going to change that atmosphere. Um, so yeah, write a list of what you're grateful for. Like, I'm grateful that I, you know, I can still work. I'm grateful that, you know, my family is healthy. I'm grateful that I can go to the store. And even though there may not be any eggs there, if I needed eggs and I could, I could purchase the eggs like I'm grateful that I found toilet tissue a four roll toilet tissue I'm grateful I found that like think about what you're grateful for think about the little things you know um yeah so I think this is like the longest podcast I've ever done um usually I try to keep them really short but this is almost like 30 minutes what but I really want to encourage you all I know this is a trying time for many it's a challenging time um but we serve an awesome God. And I, you know, as cliche as that man sounds for may sound for some people, I don't care because it's the truth. We serve an awesome God. He knew about this before it happened. He knew this was going to happen. He's promised to leave us and never forsake us. He's promised that he will protect us, that he will cover us, that, you know, things will not um, come upon us that we cannot handle without him guys. So we can do this. We will get through this. And, and, we know that there are several um, people that have lost loved ones, you know, and I'm sure they are asking, why God, why me? I know that's the case. You know, we want to keep those people in prayer. They, you know, we don't understand all things. We don't understand why, you know, we're not God. We don't know why. And sometimes, you know, we can't always give the answer as to why we don't know. But what we, what I do know is that we can trust God through it all. Um, He's all knowing he's all powerful and you know, as crazy as it it seems to us, he knows what he's doing. All right. So don't forget, you're going to shift that mindset. 
um, with the help of the Holy Spirit. And also you're going to go over to Instagram and follow us at Live Simply, L-I-V-E-S-E-M-P-L-Y, as well as join the Facebook group if you find us over there and um, I will bring you on in. All right, guys, I'm praying for you all. Uh, We will get through this and you will be a conqueror. All right. Have a great day or great evening. Whenever you're listening to this, that's what matters, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.